Hey guys, what's up? This is the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast, where we talk about shortcuts, secrets, and truths we wish we knew 20 years ago about being disabled. Together, let's take over your disability with a winning mindset and learn to live life the way you want. Hey everybody, Isaac here. And this is Joshua. Welcome to the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast. Uh, Today, we wanted to talk about attitude and how you can control it. See, whenever you're disabled, like Josh and I are, um, you know, you, you can you can really let your feelings and emotions kind of take over. And that's something that can absolutely determine how you are going to treat other people. So we decided today, you know, starting off, we wanted to kind of lay the groundwork on on the type of attitude that you should have and also the type of attitude that you should try to um uh, promote in your children if you have a child that's disabled. That way, you know, uh, you'll be more likely to be um, calmer, softer, and just kind of, you know, more of a better person. Right. And I think attitude is one of the um, essential parts to um, maintaining a healthy lifestyle while you're in, while you're disabled or in a wheelchair, or whatever it may be. Uh, a, a lot of people can get to a point where um, they just don't adopt the right attitudes and it can hold them back. And I see it, I see it all the time and friends that I have that are, are disabled and they have such a hard time coping with it. Um, so, so Isaac, what, what do you think are the first kind of, um, mindsets that you need to be in? Well, I know for me, like the, the first mindset is, uh, you know, being being aware that if you aren't acceptable in your personality, in your speech towards people, right. you know, that's going to that's really going to put a damper on the willingness of other people wanting to help you. Yeah. And, you know, parents, obviously, they're going to do it no matter what. But you want them, you know, like I wanted my parents to help me and to be, you know, uh, joyful about it. You know, I didn't want to bark orders right, um, right. Li- like I did when I was younger, you know, be- before I even thought about it, all, all this. And it wasn't until I was o- a little bit older that, you know, uh, you know, my parents kind of told me, you know, it's like, you know, we, we definitely saw a difference when you realized that, you know, it was important to, to have a good personality because that's what makes people want to help you. Right. Yeah, that's a that's that's a good point because I think I think the um differentiator there is, you know, people can feel obligated to take care of you and they can want to take care of you. And Right. So I think, you know, you have to you have to number one understand how hard it is to take care of you and you know, not and come to the realization that people aren't obligated to take care of you most of the time. So, I mean, do you feel that way? No, I, absolutely. I do. And I mean, when it really when it comes to like my family, they, you know, I, I know that my mom always felt obligated, but I'm, I'm looking now past that. You know, whenever I got into school, whenever I got into, uh, you know, um, you know, different camps and stuff, even like uh, MDA camps and whatnot that I went to, uh, you know, if if I needed help, you can't just bark out an order. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to really yeah. 
you know, you, you have to make people want to help you. And, and that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. And what one of the things that I did was once I got older and uh, was no longer able to be a, a, a camper at these camps that I went to, they had me come back and kind of be like a like a, a, a counselor as in like a, an emotional counselor. Yeah. And yeah. just for me to help help kids out. You right. know, and, and I know I remember a couple times that these kids were just mad at the world and they didn't understand what was going on. They didn't have oh, answers yeah. for, for, for sure. why they were disabled and they were just, you know, lashing out at anything. And that's totally understandable. And, and I get that. But if you want to be able to be successful and if you want to be able to have, you know, lasting relationships, then, you know, you're gonna, really going to have to um, to get your attitude under control. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, and I think it's important to <clears throat> to number one, understand that as an adult and uh, to be able to pass that on like you did to those kids when you were at camp. I remember that. And um, so so as an adult, I think it comes down to, of course, you have to, you know, you need to develop your personality and be around or be the type of person that people want to be around. And what that essentially comes down to and what will make people want to be around you and not mind taking care of you is your ability to offer some sort of value to them. And this leads into a, a, a much bigger discussion of, you know, how to how to be a valuable person. But what it comes down to is you have to have something you need to offer you know, support, uh, a good attitude, um, understanding, or, you know, I mean, maybe you're funny, you know, you can offer a sense of humor about it. But I don't know, I think that offering value through your personality to people makes it easier for them to take care of you. And, and uh, you know, I remember at camp, kids were, were mad at the world, and that's understandable. And, but as you get older, you know, you need to realize that uh, you're, you're more than a, a disabled person. You're more than somebody in a wheelchair and or, you know, however you're disabled, but you're more than that. So you need to offer more than that. You need to offer you know, something else like everybody else in society. You need to have ideas and and be able to, you know, I don't know, is that is that kind of clear? Yeah, yeah, I I, I understand completely. And yeah. one of the things that uh, that as I got older, that people started actually like telling me mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, the like, I, I love to smile. I, I like smiling and I like, you know, um, just, you know, greeting everybody and talking to everybody. That's what I, yeah, that's what I do. Right. And, and I remember, uh, I had a friend of mine that was uh, diagnosed, uh, with, with a disability and, uh, he, he was, he could walk, he was ambulatory, mm -hmm. but the disability was threatening his, uh, his mobility. And he came to me one time we were in high school and he was like, man, you know, I just wanted to thank you for all of your encouragement in years past, because of what I'm getting ready to go through, I just think to myself, you know, I need an attitude like you, mm -hmm. you know, I need to, I, I need to have your type of outlook and positivity. So without even knowing 
it just me being me, you know, I was able to be an influence on that person. And I, I added value to him that now he is able to carry on and hopefully to, you know, reproduce that in someone else. Right. right. And, and it was all because of, you know, eventually I had to make that decision of, I'm not going to be, um, I'm not going to be angry anymore. I'm not going to be confused, you know, which are all things that happen, especially if you're young, Mm -hmm. you know, I was, uh, I was about eight years old when I was diagnosed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and I could walk up until I was about, you know, 11 or so. But then once you're in that wheelchair, I mean, you grow up super fast. Right. And, and you, that's, that's when you have to start realizing, okay, I am at the mercy literally of every other person that's taking care of me. Yeah. Yeah. So I can either treat them with respect, which they deserve and they will want to help me Mm -hmm. or I can have a bad attitude and they're just going to help me just because they have to. And that's no way to, to live. That's not a way to overcome. That's not a way to prosper in anything, you know, in, in my life or even in relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, especially the relationship that's, that's a big one. But I mean, it boils down to a relationship between you and every single person that you meet. Um, you, you need to learn how to develop these relationships where people are happy to be around you. And, and I think that that essentially boils down to being happy to be, uh, yourself because, you know, how can, I mean, you, you can fake it, of course, but if you, you have to come to a realization that, that, uh, you could be an inspiration to people. If, if you put the work into yourself and you, uh, you learn how to carry yourself, you can be a, a big deal to people, honestly, because, you know, we all go through things you know everybody in your family is going through something in their life everybody that you pass in walmart is going through something in their life something difficult but the difference between somebody that's physically disabled is it's visible people you can see it so so it's it's more of like um uh you know i kind of hate the stereotype of everybody in a wheelchair being, you know, inspiration or everybody disabled being inspiration because that's just not the case, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. But if a part of me feels like you kind of have a responsibility uh, to other people and to yourself to overcome it. And well, you know, what's what's really interesting with that is, uh, you know, I, I can't even count the number of times that people have, have come to me and told me, man, you're such an inspiration. Yeah. And I'm with, I'm with you, you know, it's not like that every time yeah. you know, that it's kind of stereotyping. But the fact of the matter is people do look at other people with disabilities that are succeeding in life mm-hmm. as inspirational. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's kind of like a human nature. Yeah. So, you know, what, what I love to get across to people and what I try to get across even to these kids at these camps was that people are going to be looking at you no matter what. Mm -hmm. So you can either, you can either motivate them for the better, or you can motivate them for the, the, the worse, the negative, right? Either way, they're going to be motivated in one direction. Yeah. Yeah. And, 
And, you know, if you already have that platform in front of you to be able to be a motivator, mm -hmm. you know, why not just give into it and, and utilize it? You know, we're, I'm, I'm not going to be in the military. You know, I'm not going to be a construction worker. I'm not going to be a firefighter. Mm -hmm. You know, these are things that are just I'm not going to be able to do. But what I can do, you know, and that, uh, I, I can motivate you. I can be an inspiration to you. And there are lots of things that I, I can do. And I like to tell people, you know, it's not the things that I can't do. It's mm -hmm. the things that I can do yeah. that makes me me. Um, but if as soon as you identify that you you do have a responsibility in some way, shape or form, whether you like it or not, that's whenever you can start to um, really get control of your attitude and you can start to move forwards. Thanks for listening to the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast. If you guys got this far, that's amazing. And I hope you got some value. But I want you to do one more thing for me. Go to manvswheelchair.com and sign up to join the club. That's where we're going to give you exclusive content and more tips on how to level up in life. So go do that right now. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hit that follow button.